listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I am Faith. Faith, I got a question. Yes, go ahead. Do we have any patrons to thank? No, we thanked them on the last episode, and we literally recorded that 30 minutes ago. Hey, Faith. <laughs> yes. I got a question. Okay. Do you pass? Gosh, what a good question. So Answer it for me. I was, I don't know. I was thinking about this today, because at work, at mine Arbeit, I had uh, three meetings with people outside my company. Uh-huh and uh strangers 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 i probably met like 15 strangers today in three different meetings for various things um all related to infrastructure Uh anywho uh so i have to sit in meetings and talk with my voice and look as i look Uh and i've been trying to lose weight lately today's Uh my cheat day but i've been actually I think doing very well on losing weight. Very good progress. And we won't mention numbers because we know <clears throat> but it can I be will a trigger for people. Downstairs put the or down in the link. Downstairs. <laughs> I'll put the app that I used. Which has been uh very helpful to me. And downstairs and they didn't pay me. Is so. how we are going to refer to link down below from now on. <laughs> link downstairs. So Which is weird because we live in a basement <laughs> and downstairs doesn't really <laughs> exist. <laughs> in our life. Yeah, so link downstairs, and uh, it's. It, I think the app is called Lose It, and uh, it's it's a calorie counting app. It's been really phenomenal for me. So anyway, it, it helps me. I know uh, weight is a uh, issue for a lot of people, and also a potential trigger for people. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in my own particular case, I wasn't happy with my appearance, and I've really been trying to make a an effort. Um, I felt myself getting up toward my heaviest. And wanted to really make an effort. And I feel like that helps me pass also. And that... So you do pass. May say inappropriate things about our... Or may say bad things about our society and what our society values. And we're not getting into that. But um, I will say that I feel more confident when I'm thinner. And um, that it's just how I feel. And I'm not saying I should feel better that way but that's just is how i feel so do you i pass? Do pass i don't then, know i've had lost all that way i've had this is a question i had <clears throat> kath and i were out at a restaurant today eating dinner and i had gone into the restroom to perform a restroom based function with my body what was it <laughs> urination specifically thank you followed by hand wash excellent in front of the mirror and i looked at myself in the mirror and I was thinking about this. I was like, so for years and years and years, before I ever even transitioned, I would look up facial feminization pictures online. As soon as I learned that was a thing you could have. I was like, all right, let me look up facial feminization images. Let's see who's had facial feminization. Let's look up before and afters. And I felt like everyone who had had it it kind of helped them look more like a cis woman. Okay. And since I kind of t- take, I kind of put some stock 
in passing as a cis woman, it is what I want Your to goal. be able to do. Yeah. Um, again, as we've said before, not every, I, I want a world where, um, trans people don't, don't have to pass. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have this like thing. We were talking about this at dinner. Uh, we mentioned in the last, we mentioned her in the last video or podcast. So I'll mention this one. We were talking about the uh, music artist Grimes. Grimes. Miss Anthropocene comes out soon. I'm very excited. You could find a link downstairs. And uh, anywho, love her. But um, she has a speech impediment. And she, in an interview, talked about how she doesn't feel like she should have to fix her speech impediment because one of the reasons that they talk about kids need their speech impediments fixed is because they get bullied for it. And her comment was to point out that maybe the issue isn't the speech impediments, it's the bullying. Mm -hmm. And maybe we should fix the bullying and not the speech impediments. And I found that very empowering. Yeah. And 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 innovative and like, yeah, and and we had a whole discussion at dinner about what what do we fix and what do we accept as human variation? Uh-huh. And that, that gets into a lot of stuff with trans things and uh-huh. passing. Uh-huh. And so my own my own thing with passing and like having the FFS and wanting to pass is cis almost to me feels a little like outdated. Your desire to pass as cis? Yeah. Feels like it's almost like, it, it to me feels like, oh, I wonder if I feel that way because I grew up in the 90s and like 2000s and like this is kind of how I learned about being trans. Mm-hmm. And maybe kids growing up today are like, fuck passing. Mm. Who cares? Um, So I would love a world where everyone was like, fuck passing, who cares? Mm-hmm. You are who you are. You are who you identify as and what does it feel? fucking matter because mm-hmm. it shouldn't fucking matter but i grew up i grew up when i grew up and i i think i do have this i do carry with me this kind of burden mm-hmm. of like i hope i pass i want to be perceived as a cis woman and unfortunately our society tends to not treat trans people particularly great no not all the time no no <laughs> And I feel like unpassing trans women tend to bear the brunt of that. Yeah. And that sucks. And I don't want that to be the case. And I feel like my own desire to pass is helping myself (laughs) when really it should be society that should be fixed. Like I'm trying to fix my speech impediment Mm -hmm. by doing the, the tongue exercises or whatever. And... Really, what we need to be fixing is the bullying. Correct. And so I still have that, though. That is so deep-seated within me. I think that makes sense because you can't fix it from a position without power. Yeah. Um, I should say I did grow up with a speech impediment. And you fixed it with surgery. I had surgery, which I did not choose to partake in my parents picked for me hmm. and i wonder if i had if i could have made the choice i wonder what i would have picked too late now i mean they wouldn't have done anything about the bullying so you would have 
picked to get it fixed, so there'd be one less thing to get bullied I probably would have. I probably would have. I, I would have. I was five, and I had the thing where your tongue can't leave your mouth. So I, I said flunder instead of thunder, and I said, um, I couldn't say th. Basically, I couldn't uh-huh. use the thorn phoneme. Uh-huh. And so I would substitute with an L. And yeah, I probably would have gotten bullied for it, and I probably would have been happy with the surgery. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that should be a situation where... And we were discussing how this is similar to intersex babies. Yeah. Where, oh, this is a problem. We need to fix it. And we know how to fix it. So there. Now it's fixed. And it's actually a bit more complicated than that. Yeah. I think that's... And then you also brought up cleft palates. Mm-hmm. And again, neither of us have had a cleft palate. Um, I would want people with cleft palates to be the ones making this decision mm-hmm. um but, but again I think there's medical issues that go along i with think there i think that one's a more medical decision mm-hmm. but um there is a wide range of of human variation that we do fix medically yes early on yes and i would like to think that in a star trek world mm-hmm. i remember someone and when star trek next generation premiered someone asked gene roddenberry creator of star trek why in this utopian future they hadn't cured baldness mm-hmm. in the 23rd century. John Luke Picard, quite famously yes. a bald character. And uh, Gene Roddenberry's answer was, in the 23rd century, they wouldn't have to. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, and, and so I love I that like idea. That idea, and again, I don't know, and, and I obviously, I did have a speech impediment fixed when I was probably about five, and uh, fixed surgically. I... Thankfully, never had to grow up with a cleft palate. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure there are people with that who would probably say to me, "Yes, of course, I wanted that fix." Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there are people with speech impediments who are like, "I shouldn't have to fix this." Mm-hmm. Society can adapt to me, mm-hmm. and I I think that's awesome. And I would love to for a trans person be like, "I don't, I don't pass," and society I shouldn't have to pass. Mm-hmm. Society should be the one adapting, not me. Mm-hmm. And I can be like, yeah, that's more power to you. That's awesome. And I feel a little regressive mm. <laughs> being like, I wish I passed. Is, is so, it sort of a thing that you feel that it's great that there are a lot of trans people or non-passing trans people, or even some, some of the non-binary presenting people that are doing what feels true to them, but also knowingly going out there every day understanding that they are taking on that risk but you don't do that i think that's part of the i think that's when you say risk i think that is an issue because we are talking safety mm-hmm. and i think we are talking and again i feel regressive saying this but like i grew up not really wanting to be different difference you get i wanted to, to pick your fit life. in it's i wanted okay. to i wanted to fit in and i i wanted when you know, when I, when I think back about like you know what fourteen year old me mm-hmm. wanted, mm-hmm. it was to be a cis girl, mm-hmm. and I remember specifically. I think I wrote a blog about this on my GeoCities page. <laughs> In a moment of self doubt, of like, you know, it's probably like two thousand five when I was like really thinking hard about transition and everything and being like i don't want to be a transsexual this is our language back <laughs> then the word yeah 
you know, my image of transsexual being like the, you know, Jerry Springer show. Of course. Kind of thing. The freak, of course. Yeah, the freak. I want to be a woman and not a trans woman or, or you sure. know, transsexual. And so, again, I think this is like a regressive idea that, again, maybe because of how I grew up, I carry this with me. But this is what I want to be. I want to mm-hmm. be a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't. A part of me is like, I don't necessarily, if I had the choice of being a trans woman or a cis woman, mm-hmm. I would probably pick cis woman. And is that denying the community? Is that denying the people who fought so hard? Who fought so hard? I don't know. But that's just how I feel. And I feel like that's probably how a lot of people feel. I would love to get your opinion. Yes. Uh, so if you could like share that with us, that'd be awesome. I... Again, think that, like, part of me is like, is that regressive? Is that shitty? Should I be asking society to accommodate accommodate me, me rather than the other way around? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know. I I would prefer that. I would mm-hmm. prefer to just be a normal cis woman. And, you know, like, I used to say I used to wish on every birthday candle, every coin in the fountain, every, mm-hmm. shooting every star, eyelash, shooting star, whatever. Dandelions. And you said... You said your wish did come true. And I, I said, I, rem- I remember I said, you know, I used to pray to God every night when I was little. I used to pray to God to turn me into a girl. And you were like, you know, your dream did come true. Your prayer has been your answered. Your prayer has been answered and maybe not in the way you wanted it. And, you know, maybe that's one of those Oracle of Delphi, you know, a, gr- oh, a great, rebel. a great, a great empire will fall kind of thing. Mm. Ooh, does that mean you win or lose the battle? Uh-oh. Mm. And, um... But I, I don't know. I, I do still kind of want to be perceived at least as female. And I don't know if that's regressive, but like, and and I don't know if I am. I don't think it is necessarily regressive to want an uncomplicated life. Yeah. I think as long as you recognize the costs and you recognize the sacrifices of the people who've gone before you, and you recognize that the battle isn't over, then it's okay. Yeah. You want you get to want what you want. I mean... You get to work towards what you want, but what you can't do is pull other people down so that hmm. you can climb over them. Yeah. Like, ideally, you'll get yourself up to a point... Where you are, you, you have all of this privilege, and then you help others up. Like, ideally. Yeah. And that's what it takes to help others up, to help people past barriers, to have a voice in the media, or have a voice in public policy, or or whatever. It takes people who understand the struggle of other trans people, or have lived through the exact same struggle. And maybe they got there. Because they pass so well, it's literally never been a problem for them. But they still, I mean, you don't really, quote unquote, owe the community anything. But on some level, you wouldn't be here without the people who fought before you. No, and I wouldn't. And I do think, and I do think that I do. Yes, we don't owe anyone anything Mm -hmm. in our lives. Mm -hmm. Not really. But like, I got so much strength from 
when I was first questioning mm-hmm. and like finding the internet and ah. and seeing these web pages and reading other people's stories or talking to other people and and getting advice and like how should I do this or can I do this etc and like the people I talk to and like I do feel like not that I owe the community anything mm-hmm. but like I I got a, so much strength and so many resources from the community that mm-hmm. I do feel a little bit like I owe it to the next generation to yeah. like provide that same info. And you don't, you don't owe anyone anything, but I like that you feel that way. I did. I, I have done a podcast. You do a podcast? So, yeah. What it's, a weird little media. It's, it's called Last Podcast on the Left. Oh, and I okay. do that just by myself. That's you, huh? And I do another one called Hardcore History, which oh, is again, gosh. just me. That's just you. Wow. You're actually very good at podcasting. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh-huh. I'm impressed. Yeah. That's all me. Links downstairs to both of those. <laughs> and, uh, and the other one was called Serial. And that was all me. That was Serial? Again, all cereal? me. Oh, wow. All me. Wow. Pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. Thank you for making Another one called happen. War of the Worlds. Oh, jeez. Which I did in 1939. <laughs> <laughs> Again, all me. Um, so for our listeners, where you are in your journey, obviously it, it is you need to focus on yourself or maybe you are able to focus on others. I want to believe in a world where we we where you have these struggles and you figure out the right way to do it and you accomplish what you need for yourself and you look down from the top of the mountain and you extend your hand down to others who are still climbing that mountain yeah like that's what i want to envision but i also understand how draining this is how hard this is how you just want to live your life and not necessarily want your brain steeped in this brew of what it is to be transgender sometimes I you want to fucking break so i feel like the answer is probably some balance between the two yeah a reasonable amount of self-care take care of yourself too but also being aware of where things stand and what people need and what you're able to do if you're able to do anything and i think also just just know that the fact that you can help someone else mm-hmm shows how strong you are yeah that you do have a strength and, and you may not see it alone yeah exactly is enough that's, and that's so just, important that is something that can be so important so mm-hmm. like again like kath is saying you have to take care of yourself first obviously mm-hmm. but like just know that you have a power and if nothing else yeah a couple of blog posts of mistakes i've made or reviewing some shitty doctors or endorsing some awesome doctors or contributing with your experience however you feel comfortable yeah so let's circle back to passing do you pass i don't know and well, i don't how know do how, find i out? don't know how to test it <laughs> This is the hardest part. I don't know how to test it. So I thought about like, all right, I'll go to a meetup group. I'll go to, you know, meetup.com. I'll go to a meetup group. I'll get really drunk. So I had the courage to do this. Liquid courage. Liquid courage. Helping people out since 10,000 BC. And ruining lives. And maybe. The, okay, but go on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. It's ruined a few lives, but it's also helped me have liquid courage. So. I mean- don't the benefits outweigh the risks? Like, literally, no. No. Like, the I've dealt with, evidence. We both dealt with our own issues with that, anyway. as have many of our listeners. Yes. So, 
You're at a bar. I know. I'm just I'm at a meetup group. Why a meetup group and not just a random bar? Because I don't want to waylay someone. I don't want to just find a rando. I want to find someone who's there to like talk to me. So like you go to your German language practice meetup group. Yeah, or go your, like each. I'm from the South meetup group or yeah. whatever it is. And then you talk to someone and you're like, and then you go. By the way, I'm transgender, and you see if their heads explode. Like maybe they go. Oh, yeah, I knew. Or maybe they go like, what? And then you just sort of see. I don't know. We also talked about this idea. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the Seinfeld episode where George lies about having a house in the Hamptons with like horses and stuff. And then he, the people are like, sure, let's go to your house in the Hamptons. And he's like, great, let's go. And they get in the car and they just drive. And, like, he knows they don't have, he doesn't have a house, but he's, like, keeps driving. And apparently Casey Anthony, who might not have murdered her kid, I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Uh, Apparently did a thing where, like, the police were like, you work in this office? And she's like, yeah. Universal Studios. And so she took them, like, on a... like through the offices being like yeah my office is right down here it's right over here this is my office like down here let's just go down to the end of this hallway and make a left and that's where my office is and like just kept leading them further and further into the building knowing that there was no office like george costanza knowing there was no house but just kept leading them and Mm -hmm. so like maybe i could go to a gynecologist wait until she hit a dead end turned around and said to the cops i don't actually work here (laughs) she was just keeping it going until she couldn't anymore. So you're going to do that to a gynecologist, huh? I don't know. And just be like, I just need you to gynecology me. And then just like get your feet up in the stirrups. And then just see how far it goes. I don't know. I just don't know how it goes. Pregnancy is kind of the one thing. Maybe I need to get a fake pregnancy belly. And show up the ER and be like, I'm having my baby. And see if anyone's like, no you're not. You're clearly transgender. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you do that. Yes. And you're not a passing transgender person, they're still going to take care of you because then you have a psychiatric emergency. <laughs> you're still in the place you need to be in. Yes. You're not going to know what they're thinking about you. Listeners, we need you to chime in. We're desperate. We seriously have no idea. How can you find an objective assessment of whether I, or not you pass? I don't know. And that's the hard part. Is that's I've, why I'm asking our listeners. I know. Maybe they know. I had one situation where it was a dermatologist where they were like, why are you on these? Why are you on estradiol? Why are you on spironolactone? I don't understand this. And I was like, it's a hormone replacement therapy. And they're like, you're too young for menopause. And then I was like. I'm transgender. And this was a really old guy. <laughs> he was probably like 70, so he might have been out of it. But then we had another friend who I do know I passed with because then we like met her, went out a couple times. And then like one time we went to see her play in her band mm-hmm. and I was like dressed male, mm-hmm. presenting male that time. Mm-hmm. And she had no idea who I was. And then we explained and she was like, oh, wow. And so she had no idea. And we've had other friends who straight up forgot that that was a part of your life. We did. We did have a friend who who was like. literally met you in boy mode. Who was like, oh, I kind of forgot that you used to be a guy. So I don't know. So that's all very nice and affirming. But I've had my FFS. And so I'm like. But and I've also had, I, I feel like almost a third of my office is new. 
since I came out, like two years ago, three years ago, three years ago. Yeah. And I feel like a third of my out. So I'm like, I don't know. But there I, was that one bad. I'm sorry. I, I thought about not bringing this up. But... And we can cut this out if you want. But that one person who hadn't met you before. Oh yeah. But I also think but I also think that like rumors swirl. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Which is why I kind of have been wanting to like maybe Do you want to explain what it is that that person who had Someone met? who had not met me before misgendered me. Which I think had is only ever known Faith. Yeah. Had only ever seen Faith. But I think she's kind of a shitty person, oh, so Okay. I don't know. But the point is, is that also I think rumors can swirl. Yes. Definitely rumors. A rumor can persist. And so a part of me has been like, all right, let me get this surgery taken care of with my current health insurance. I I don't want to start a new job and then be like, and by the way, I'm taking three months disability. Yeah. Yeah. A month after I start this job. So I want to get the surgery out of the way before I like start to look for a new job. But that's part of it is I want to. I want to start kind of afresh. Mm-hmm. Afresh is the word. A F R E S H. Yeah, that's a word. Is yeah. it? Yeah. It's oh. like starting anew. Oh, okay. Because I just invented it. No, so you didn't. It's okay, really... I just discovered it. You read it somewhere. And I probably read it somewhere and remembered <laughs> it. But um, so part of me has been wanting to, to do that because I don't really know. And that's part of the problem is like, I just, I really wish I knew. But then, so we need to hear from you. Your suggestions. I mean, there's always the hot or not, or like there's subreddit. Am I? Ugly, I feel like photos. You don't know exactly. A photo isn't the same. The voice is. I part feel like of you it. need the, the, the voice, the gestures, your presence. If you're if you're six foot five, I don't know. I'm five foot ten. I'm tall, and I feel like I'm larger. I'm trying to lose weight. I want to say I'm trying to lose weight. I'm like li- I was. Um, I think I finally crossed the threshold today, having weighed myself this morning, oh. BMI-wise, of like, okay. of like not being overweight. So, when I say, like, when I'm talking about, like, wanting to lose weight, I, I was literally medically overweight. So, that's just, this is me wanting to get on a healthy weight. And you've made some progress. In I have, and I feel good. I feel fantastic. Hmm. Life pro tip, there are, like... No calories and vegetables. <laughs> eat you all can the eat so many vegetables. Like one of my favorite recipes, and I would eat this every day, is like roasted vegetables in the oven with like salt and a tiny bit of olive oil with a lemon tahini dressing drizzled on top of them. Got the recipe downstairs. Recipe downstairs. I would eat that every day, and there are like no calories in it. Like you can eat a giant plate of this, and it's like. 150 calories it's crazy so pickles pickles trans girls my trans girlfriends pickles are no calories (laughs) there's like no maybe like one calorie a pickle because sometimes there's sugar sometimes there's sugar i don't do the sugar ones i do the garlic ones there's no calories in pickles you need all the pickles in the world you could be full of pickles and like still die of malnutrition so don't do that but um, anywho. So. In conclusion. Yes. <laughs> we don't know how to tell if faith passes. Help your sisters up the mountain once you get to the top. Yes. Don't feel obligated because self-care is your primary thing. And vegetables have no calories. Eat all of the vegetables in the world. And let's help, like, let's all do our part to see if we can make society conform to us instead of us trying to, like, bust our asses yeah to make some noise let's fix the bullies 
and not ask the speech impediment the, the, the people with speech impediments or um gender dysphoria mm-hmm. to have to change to fi- to stop from being bullied let's fix the bullies fix the bullies so i don't know how to do that necessarily but that's just an idea hey first thing you gotta do is pinpoint the problem exactly all right well thank you very thank much thank you Kate. everyone thank you everyone for listening all right everyone we'll talk to you next time bye, bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. Please leave a five star review on iTunes and send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels. Music for the gender rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The gender rebels is a come back sake production copyright 2020 all rights reserved and to all you gentle rebels out there keep rebelling bye bye Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I am Faith. Faith, I got a question. Yes, go ahead. Do we have any patrons to thank? No, we thanked them on the last episode and we literally recorded that 30 minutes ago. Nobody needs to know that. Oh, sorry. Now I'm breaking I gotta the cut fourth wall. Jeez. Hey. Don't, don't take Jesus' name in vain. <laughs> Our neighbor, Rebecca Jesus, <laughs> does so much good for the neighborhood she does she bakes these delicious grapefruit and quince pies they smell amazing they smell amazing they taste horrible because it's grapefruit and quince i don't know what quince is it's like an apple it's like an apple I don't it's know like what a it shitty is. apple <laughs> I got a she question. never oh. she's never stabbed anyone that i'm aware of which i think is points for rebecca <laughs> Because I've stabbed three people. I have stabbed seven. <laughs> if you count scissors. Yes. Okay. But you can only count scissors as one, not as two, even though it's probably two pointy. I've stabbed six people. <laughs> <laughs> six people and one particularly annoying giraffe. <laughs> Fuck you, Penelope. His name was actually George. That was the six people. It was George six times. It was the same guy six times. That only counts as one. Does it? If it's a non-consecutive occasion? No. It's every year. You're right. Then that's like an annual thing. Every year on Martin Mass. (laughs) A lot of people don't celebrate Martin Mass anymore, but I do by stabbing George with scissors. Sorry, George. Feel are like you were asking for it. Are you though? Every year? Every year without fail. I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> Do it again.
I got a question. Come Martin Mass, yes. I got a question. Please, Faith, please. <laughs> Martin Mass is a traditional Catholic holiday. Oh, question. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Faith. There's also Michael Mass. I know that. Christmas isn't the only Mass, like, holiday. There's Martin Mass and Michael Mass. Anyway. Our listeners are aware of Michael Mass, Martin I Mass, hope so, Mass. because otherwise, when do they stab George? <laughs> when do you stab him on Easter, you weirdos? This is a long outtake. It is. <laughs> this stayed in the episode. I have anything to say about it. You don't. Okay. Hey, Faith. Yes. I got a question. Okay. Do you pass? Gosh, what a good question. So Answer it for me. 